Welcome back to another episode of the Stump Podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. And I'm Logan. Oh, there we go. You little stutter that time. Did you forget your name? I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to time it with the delay. Yeah, okay, you know? okay. Wanna... Um, gentlemen, per the usual, I'm a theme guy. I'm a, uh, I'm a theme I'm guy. I'm right there with you this round, man. That's why, hey, welcome I to the went, dark side. I went themesters. And so, I, I was, uh, when was it, last week, two weeks ago, we talked about the orange fights mm. you talked about, Matt. Yeah, man. Yes, and that, absolutely. And that got me thinking, what other crazy traditions that turn festivals or just traditions in general are there out in the world? And so, this oh, week, a little no. teaser, it is traditions revolving around the Easter holiday. Dude, I am actually looking forward to this because I almost went that route oh, uh, the no. couple of weeks ago when I looked up. I mean, you're not... There's so many, probably, yeah. you're not going to get them, but like that's literally what I searched. I searched traditions when I did that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. just combing through everything, but like, let's be real. Uh-oh. If history I, I tells want... us anything, I... if yeah. history tells us anything, my theme of movies is oh. going to be easily guessed, and I'm going to continue to lose points. <laughs> so I wouldn't be too scared, Spencer. So Matt, you're, you're a movie I, guy this week. I'm going to movies. Okay. Going to movies. I would just like to say I want Matt to first guess Spencer's. That way I can just ride the back of him. Because okay. You <laughs> Second, I'm not a theme guy this week. I know I'm you're not. Sticking, I know three different, but I was challenged. I'm not doing war topics for at least this week. It's about time. <laughs> I know. At least there's this just week. so many good stories that come out of those situations. Anyway, this week I've got for you. You've got to be kidding me. Some jet lag stories. And the family shame game. So, if the first one's about your cat, I'm gonna flip. <laughs> you gotta pick out the lie about him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man! Oh. You know, have I gone first in a while? Um, no, it's it's actually been a little bit it's since you've uh, you've given up the podium. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So yeah. I I, I want to go first. Okay, go I want to kick winning. Us off. You might as well just keep Be my you know, adding to your score. I do. So, like I said. Oh, man. Traditions that have turned to—I'll uh, call them festivals—around uh, the Easter holiday. Easter okay? holiday. What, what are we thinking first? I got one about a town in Greece. I got one uh, in Spain, and I got one in England. You think in Spain there, Logan? Spain sounds good. Okay, okay. let's go Greece. Uh, okay. I was, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I, was, no, I was actually about to say I was leaning Greece, but I can okay. do Spain. I'll go Greece. I'll go Greece. Okay. Fine. Whatever Logan wants. It's really what I want. A Greek town, okay. A Greek town off the island of Chios is a place that I, that most people might not want to be around Easter, but for me, I want to be around. The town has two churches that are separated by about a little under of a half mile, and they're on two separate hilltops. Okay. And the object of this tradition or festival. It's called Rocket War. No, oh, no. It is to aim fireworks at the bell tower of the opposing church. The church that scores the most direct hits on the opposite tower is declared the winner. The rockets number in thousands, and the bombardment continues for hours. So when the morning comes, the, the victory, the, or the victor, is supposed to be rewarded based on which bell tower has more dings on it, more marks? Well, unfortunately, 
they can never figure out what are the new marks or what are the old marks. <laughs> and so that leads to both sides claiming victory, resulting in this stalemate, if you will, disagreement. And they agree to settle it next year, which means Gosh, there is always a perpetual reason to keep doing it. So, wait, wait. I'm, I'm assuming this is it for the story. Is that First, it for the story? That's the, that's it. That's the story. Okay. Where are the people standing? Is it just like gather around and take your chances here? Or like, what, what I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Is it, uh, are these churches made of stone? I would assume, okay. but I don't know. Mm, man, this is tough. So rocket ore, they fire. Yes, fireworks. Did it? Did it say anything about why Easter? No, it did not say why Easter. Hallelujah! He is risen. Hallelujah! <laughs> Shoot them off! <laughs> Shoot them off! I have no idea why uh, Easter. Man, I feel like if it was fake, Logan would or Spencer would have made up a reason for <laughs> why Easter. <laughs> Have no idea. It'd been like the resurrection and <laughs> No idea why Easter. <laughs> I have my questions about this, but it's also like I want this to be true. Right. We can, you know, hit this stop on the way around yep. the Italian Greece. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The oranges. So that's in, that's in Greek or Greece. Right. Greek. Right. Uh, are we yeah, rolling? Hit, hit Spain. Spain. We want to roll Spain. Yes. Okay. Yeah, roll Spain. Okay. In Frias, Spain. There's a tradition called, oh gosh, Caras de Hermanos, which is translated to Faces of the Brothers. Okay? Mm. So, the story goes, how this tradition began, was that during a mass celebrating the first day of, the Lent, first day of Lent, which is commonly known now as Ash Wednesday, two young brothers found themselves extremely amused with the ashes that were spread on your forehead. So, if you're not familiar with Ash Wednesday, you, you put the cross on your forehead uh, with palms from... The previous or from the previous year's Palm Sunday celebration. And so they found themselves amused with the ashes that were on their forehead. So what do brothers do after the service? They stole at the time or at the church they had a pouch where the, the ashes would be at. So they stole the pouch with the remaining ashes. Over the next two days, the brothers began to play a game where they would try to take a handful of the ash and throw it in the other brother's face. Whoever got hit the most, uh, or sorry, whoever got hit the least, would jump into the local river, the Frio River, naked. That was the agreement. Well, fast forward to present day. Thousands of Frias residents, and now tourists, hold a festival to play the game that these two brothers created. Thus, the first day of Lent, Ash Wednesday, concludes after the Mass with a, a typical game that lasts about three hours where people get their pouches and they have an ash fight. The game's like tag where when you get hit in the face, you're out. The last person standing wins and wins that year's leather pouch. After the winner is crowned, the loser strip down to their underwear and jump into the Frio River. And then after that, they have uh, a pot-like meal, meatless feast, I should say. Um, with live music and dancing to kind of celebrate the the beginning of Lent. So, I am 0 for 2 on if I've actually read these when I was doing my research. A <laughs> couple of weeks really ago, hoping, so. I was really hoping to hear um, So, this is... I have a... Yeah. So, no. 
I have a strong feeling that uh, we just have another podcast idea. Just travel the world and travel go to the all these different doing, festivals. Experiencing different it, traditions it sure and just talk about them. I would love that. Discuss the tradition <laughs> beforehand. The following episode is us experiencing the tradition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have several questions. Okay. Hit, hit As me. I try to pick these when apart. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, they just... First off, is, is fish served at this meatless potluck? Bro, I don't Why know. Why is that not considered a meat? Why okay, that's more like an actual like question to ask like the church. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I'm just curious. I've always wondered that. And since you seem yeah. to research this topic, I didn't know if you knew. I did not. I do not know. It's meatless because right. they give up. Seem to what, research. Yes. Here's what I always pictured. Kay. I always pictured Jesus goes right. You shouldn't eat meat on Friday. Honor my death. And and which one was Peter the fisherman? Goes hey. Slip me a 20 here. Fish isn't meat. Slip me a 20. Fish is allowed. That's not meat anymore. And the fishermen are happy. That's honestly the picture. Go ahead. Amazing. I apologize, but that's just where my mind was. So, yep. So that's the the town of Frias in Spain. Okay. We right. moved to England. Ooh. Okay. Tradition called bottle kicking. This sounds English. Yeah. <laughs> So sounds also like something Spencer made up. The, <laughs> the story begins. The tradition begins with uh, two two women from the village of ha- uh, Halaton were saved from being attacked by a charging bull by a by a bunny or a hare who ran across its path, distracting it. Well, the woman believed that the rabbit to be was sent by God to save them, and so they donated money to the the local church. Well, in return, each year, the church supplied the village with a, a few items, but it included two barrels of beer. One year, residents from the neighboring village of Medbourne stole the beer, meaning that the, the Halitonians had to put together a group of volunteers to go and reclaim it. Thus, a tradition was born. The game itself is based on uh, which side can get a small keg of beer, so this is present day, known as the bottle, from the top of a, a bank, they put on a bank in their respective village, a distance of about one mile. Now, it sounds easy to go and get uh, this keg of beer from your opposing village, but there are some obstacles in the way. A river needs crossed, hedges, ditches, and other obstacles to navigate. It, it's kind of like a giant rugby scrum in which pretty much anything goes except... Eye gouging, no weapons, no horses, and obviously no murder. But other than that, all trickery and violence are indeed permitted. The winning team is the first village to get two of the three bottles used in the game back to their own village. The whole thing takes around a couple hours and it can involve up to thousands of people. All right. So, what are you thinking there, Logan? I have no clue on any of these, if we're being honest. All three of these sound completely like things that would happen around the world right now. More interested in which ones false now and how you came up with the story. And and that's honestly where I'm at is I just have no idea. I want to hear your thoughts. So my I'm struggling here because I go straight to number two, um, which was... The free, uh, free of Spain. Ah, uh, yes. Ash Wednesday. The Ash Wednesday. I go straight to that one for some reason. Um, but historically, our gut has been wrong. 
It has been just, I mean, I have been like, lock it in! I even say why, and I sit there just like crying on the inside. So now I'm like, "Ah, maybe it's... You're second-guessing yourself. I know, and I feel like number three, like, I mean, that seems like, okay. Number three, so outlandish. But my thing is, usually when I hear three stories, one, you can say one's true, right? And you're between two. I I, honestly have no clue between any of these I could I can understand all of them, like... Yeah, that's my problem. And like Greece, Greece, man, like the Rockets feels fake, but it's being the most outlandish. I would like to think you made your lie actually less outlandish than that. It's so Spencer. It true. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> we are going to continue the gut. <laughs> <laughs> we may be so wrong, and I'm so sorry oh. for all those. Uh, Team Matt fans out there. Constantly going through misery. If we are struggling, we'll do a gut cleanse and we'll uh, we'll take care of this. But we're gonna lock in number two. Okay, Matt's locked in Ash Wednesday. I'm in Ash Wednesday. It's locked in. I think it's funny, and if it's true, like let's go do it. (laughs) I I wanted to. Uh, Two is where I was leaning to, but my problem is I don't want him to get two points, and Mm. if I go one or three, it really dampens the odds there. True. He could pull away. I know. But my problem is I don't even know which of those two. He's <laughs> like, fake. I don't even know which one's even close. Like, even with you eliminating that. Spencer's, Spencer's too good at this. I don't, I don't like this. We need to change rules up for season two. I know. I know. I'm going to say the grease. I think. No, no. Actually, <laughs> th- that was just. I would need that to be true. I lied. Give me number two. I'm going to double down with Matt. Oh, We're gonna give him two points. are you locking it in? Are you locking I just, it in? I love, yeah. I love looking at in. Logan's face Logan's as he's locking like, as I'm too. watching him on the FaceTime, and he's just like, I, I just, I just, just back and forth. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> this is why, this is why I have a headset. Not wait, wait, wait. Is Logan locking in two? Yes. Locking, locking in two. Because that's I'm so scared. He was way too happy that you said two. <laughs> he was <laughs> way know. too happy. I know he is. And he wanted me to lock it in instantly. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he was like, are you locking it in? Are we locking it in? Answer. Wait, wait. Yes, Everyone it's, locked it's, it's in. It's we're locked in. in. The gut. The gut has spoken wrong. So, I shouldn't have listened to his gut. That was my mistake. Number one, Greece. 1,000% true. Cool. Good. Thank God. That was the one I was <laughs> I'm glad that's true. 1,000% true. Because I'm going to open a fireworks shop up in Greece so, and make some bank. Um, let me, so it's a tradition that dates back to the Ottoman Empire when the war was fought with a real cannon. Oh until the Ottomans put an end to the nonsense. It's controversial to this day, though, as local houses and businesses have to be covered with protective metal sheets and mesh. <laughs> Fires have been started by wayward rockets in the past, leading to very occasional... Leading to very occasionally fatalities. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> this, this is, is incredible. Yep. This I is like go, the more I America hear. on the 4th of July in the South. No. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Florida story. Spain. Spain! I have not had a double point in a while. And for the first time in my career, I got Oford. Yeah! <laughs> for the first Where's time. Where's the applause? Where's the applause yeah, yeah, I got button? you. I got you. <laughs> I've never not gotten a point from this. Completely fake. I made it up. Wow. The England kicking bottle, the, the bottle kicking, true. Legitimately true. They just seemed like an England thing. You said they beer. They steal beer like, oh, from sense. each other. Yep. They steal beer. 
So how did you make up the Spain one? Like, what was going through your yeah. mind? Give us like a two second rundown. Of what was going through your mind when you made this up? I mean, obviously you I were just like, man, enough. I'm like naked and like, oh shoot, I got to run somewhere. Let's do this. No, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, when I made that up, I mean, what was going through my head? I have no idea. Besides, you know what? The first two were about Easter. I'm like, oh okay, so let me make a story about Easter to kind of make a consistent theme. And I was like, Lent, Easter week, that's the same. It ends the same ordeal. I said, okay, what would Nolan and I do? <laughs> uh, we would throw ashes in each other's face. Let's go with that. Oh and so my it was God. just, I don't know, I wrote it in probably like five that, minutes. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> Even though. My true statement take me longer than five yeah. minutes to write. Yeah. Even I'm just copying and pasting half of them. Kudos to you for three incredible stories. Thank because you. Because I truly had no idea. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah. Obviously, I hey. hey guys, the gut's healthy. <laughs> you know, you know what's sad Round about one. that whole thing. Matt's over here, like I think too. I I'm gonna say something. Matt, Matt's gut may not be right a lot, <laughs> but man, is it demoralizing when it is? It is it demoralizing. Right often, but man, when it is, he sticks to it. He and sticks to it. <laughs> You never sway from it. No. I knew as soon as you said my gut says too, I knew which way you were going. No matter <laughs> no matter the track record. And I'm I'm upset. I'm upset because when he said that, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a point at least from Matt. And then Logan out here fooling me too. Ah, one and three, one and three. No, I'm doubling down. I'm like, dang nabbit. <laughs> I was I not was, prepared for the double down. If, if I had locked in first, I would have said two. And then he said two, and I'm going, No, I don't want to double down. I'm like, you know what? Go go with your gut too. Man. You both need to do this. You got you me. Each other. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, I over. Good. Well done. All one right. point to me and one point to Logan. Zero Matt, points for Spencer. You next? You Am I next? I mean, let's see how it goes. All right, guys, we got movies. We yep. got movies. Everyone loves to go see them. Um, we got movies. I'll give you a brief summary. We've got. Why is the rum gone? You're a candy bar, Harry, and work for free. Which one do you guys want? I'm a man that never works for free. You want that one? I'm going to lock that in his face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new strategy. <laughs> joking, joking. Just, just you, are <laughs> you know what? You know what? Go, go with should, guts, should I do it? Should I lock it in just because? Should you? It's idiotic, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's like, I, I want to catch I can't, up. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. No. All right. Is that what you guys want to hear, though? You guys can choose whichever one you want. Oh, I go ahead, Matt. Whichever right. you're. We'll prepared. go with uh, the early, the early lock-in. Um, okay. Everyone's beloved movie, Forrest Gump. Okay. All right. The man, not Wilson, the myth, the legend, Tom Hanks was not paid a salary for this movie. He actually had to pay for parts of the scene himself. So, remember the famous running scene where he's running around the United States? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. that was actually paid for by Tom Hanks and the director. Because the movie, or the, uh, oh, I'm blanking on, Paramount, would not pay for that scene. It was too expensive. So, in exchange, Tom and the director got a little bit more of a share of the movie. Tom did the movie for free, but got share of the movie. Hmm. Like 
business the movie move. profits then? Yeah, so movie profits. So he like would get a share of like the how much it brought in. Yeah. So, so he's betting on himself. Yeah. Correct. Always bet on yourself. So always bet on yourself. Always bet on the gut. Uh, it turns out that the investment was a solid one for our guy Tom. As is reported in 2020 that he has made over $65 million <laughs> on that one film. Incredible. It's insane. So if by foregoing a salary, he opened up basically an unlimited <coughs> potential earnings. Yes. Run, when forest, I stream it today. run. Here's the thing with that. Any other actor, I'd be like, nah, he didn't do it. Tom Hanks, I could see it. Yeah? Because some here's, kind of intuition? <laughs> Uh, for no other reason than I just want to give the guy a hug. Here's my questioning part. I completely yeah, a- trust Tom Hanks' business decisions, and that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. The part I question is, did he really pay for a scene? That's that's a kicker right there. Good yeah. call, Logan. Good call. Mm. It's just, that feels off to me. I've never heard that before. I've heard of actors that do the whole bet on yourself, <laughs> take your cut, whatever. But to go to the lead actor and be like, hey, you have to pay for this scene, That's that's off to me. But I want to hear the others. Okay. Hmm. Would you like to hear, uh, you're a candy bar, Harry, or why is the rum gone? Do the candy bar first. Candy bar. Okay. okay. Yeah. Candy bar. Going back to explaining a movie horribly, a uh, young man goes to school and starts a gang war. Harry Potter. Saw <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. that on uh, Instagram somewhere. That's pretty funny. Um, so during the filming of Harry Potter, the wardrobe department had to sew pockets shut of the wardrobe because the kids, namely Tom Felton, who played, uh... oh, wow, I totally just blanked on his name. I don't even know who, which character? Um, Ron Weasley, that's the only one I no. know. <laughs> Slytherin. Harry. The, um, no. Wow, this what's is his, embarrassing. What's his name? Um, Tom Felton. Google this. I know, you, you can Google it, but I'm blanking. Uh, Malfoy. He played Malfoy. Uh, wow, that was really, I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> all because the kids, namely Tom, he uh, started this, were sneaking snacks and drinks on set due to the size of the pockets. And when they take them off, <laughs> the wardrobe department would find snacks and drinks inside of the inside of the robes. Therefore, they started sewing them shut after uh, the <laughs> third movie. <laughs> hmm. That that's it. First off, incredible if true. Second off, I heard a fact that the kids actually did like their legit schoolwork in some of the scenes. Oh, that makes sense. As a way sense. to like, I don't doubt make it. it appear legit. Um, Does he use like that, the, the quill pens? That sucks. That feels that so suck. believable to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you kids if and you snacks. I get it. Or not, but like, I would totally do. That. I mean, I yeah. snuck food in my graduation at college. And I sneak food in the movie theater. Yeah. Like, oh, arrest them. Gangly sleeves. <laughs> We got those big sleeves, and like we packed them full of snacks, and we were sitting there. Like, oh my gosh, you're commencement hungry. Here's my thing, though. What I mean, movie set. I've never been on one. I, I don't know what they look like. Can't you just, when the scene's over, just go get snacks anyways? Why do you need to put them in your coat? I would think so. In your costume. Beats me. But then again, I would probably do that now, and I'm 24. Yeah, I'm like, I still do that. Sneak them okay. in the, my drawer. I don't have to work. No. I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's your third? Why is the rum gone? So, Johnny Depp, beloved doctor, Johnny Depp, mm. lived on an island for two weeks before filming Pirates of the Caribbean. He took a few different styles of wardrobe with him and enough food to survive, 
for two weeks. He did this to help create the wonderful character that we all know, Captain Jack Sparrow. And, well, of course, he had plenty of rum with him. Um, he basically mentioned that doing this was a critical in allowing him to step into the character and owning Captain Jack Sparrow and creating him who he was. Hmm. That is the end of that one. Johnny Depp is one of the most like, like dude, best the dude can actors. wear any like, role. Like the range, yeah, the range he has. <laughs> yep, I would have to believe he would be willing to go to any depths to get into a part because <laughs> he does. plays good, any good job, part so well. I know. I okay. Okay. Well, all good facts. I'm locking in the first one. Really? And, and yes. Okay. Yes. The first one being because working for free. Yeah. Working for free. Tommy and Tom. the part that sticks out to me is that they made him, they charged him and the director for a scene, and I might be wrong. I've just never heard of that before. That would be wild. And kudos to them if they did, because it paid off. $65 million, I believe. Yeah. That's a paycheck, though. So, here, here's where I stand. I don't know. Spencer's glasses are down. Yeah. <laughs> here's where <laughs> I stand. I'm on his nose right it. now. <laughs> I'll give you an yeah. impersonation. <laughs> oh, he's thinking. <laughs> Here's where I stand, okay? Let me let me tell you. Tom Hanks. I can see that I can I can see that being true. Now, I think you have a valid point, Logan, of there's just no way that he paid for his own scene. That's what that's where I'm hung up as well. Cuz how could that be that expensive? But my gut is telling me that Johnny Depp did not go on an island and drink. <laughs> the gut. Are you going to go with the gut? So I'm torn. I, I do think the snacks, I, I, I think that's legit. I, I do. Oh, that's just something kids would do. I yeah. Mean, I think that's legit. We, Even for no reason, snacks are snacks. Yeah. If nothing else than to say you did. Like, we all sneak exactly. snacks into movie theaters. Exactly. Because we can. I had a friend sneak a 44-ounce so, so freezy right? into a movie theater one time. Boom. Wintertime, massive jacket, it's beautiful. I just that's don't cool. think. He's a legend. Johnny Depp drinking on an island or Tom Hanks working for free. So for free. <laughs> free. So here, here's, a, here's, here's what's, the only thing that's hanging me up with Tom Hanks is, man, I feel like I've heard something like that he, he shot Forrest Gump for free. Like, I just feel like I heard that. But that could also be Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, like was it Napoleon Dynamite? Oh my goodness! I just I am so torn. My gut is saying Johnny Depp, but my brain is saying Tom Hanks. Well, Spencer, what you gonna trust this week? I need a no for my next stories anyway. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here's what I'm gonna do. The proverbs give me wisdom here. No, no. The heart is forever wicked. Therefore, I got to go with my brain, and I have to say Tom Hanks. Not because so I think... I love the logic. I think You're I, giving Matt a very real chance at a four-point week here. And that's Just fine. So you, know. you know what? <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. I, right. I'm locking in. Ugh. I'm going to be so angry with myself because I yeah. swear I've heard something about Tom Hanks doing this. I'm locking in Tom Hanks. Okay. All right, Matt. Break your heart. Yeah, breaking my heart one time. Goodness gracious, let's get something wrong. Um, candy bars. 
Hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. No doubt in my mind. It's true. It um, no doubt. That's just a, yeah. It was actually verified by Tom too. <clears throat> yeah. In the article I was reading, so like they just kind of snuck things in, and he's like, I think it started with him, and then basically continued, and it lasted no like three movies. No doubt. <laughs> so, so it was beautiful. That was without a question in my head. <laughs> um, gonna be honest, you guys, I hate you guys, but. <sighs> But Tom Hanks' story is true. Oh, I hate uh, myself. I knew it. Darn it. I literally so, told myself, I said, Spencer, you know what's crazy? You know why I chose Tom Hanks? I said, I can't let Logan get two points up on me. Wow. I, I like should have gone you with my keep, stinking Keep thinking that, head. buddy. Keep thinking that. So What a shame that was. So, um, Tom Hanks um, did the movie for no salary I knew and I got, a share, got a share of the movie. Um, he paid for a he scene. He and the director were told that it was going to cost too much to film the running scene where he runs all across the states mm-hmm. by Paramount. And the director said, "Listen, this is integral to the movie, basically, and we will split the cost." And Tom said, "Sure." <sighs> There's actually, from what I was reading, there was one other scene that Tom paid for that he has not said which one it was. Man, I knew I should have. So Johnny Depp in rehab. Supposedly, he's <laughs> been in rehab, I believe. He That's supposedly he would do that. Um, Dang, has paid for two different scenes in the movie and did the movie for free, but had a share of it, and that share has made him very wealthy. $65 million. So, man. Now, Johnny Depp, um, wow. I'm glad that one, man, I was I thought two weeks was going to be like a little bit too long, um, but just enough detail to pull you out, and it made sense, you know, because like in the movie, he oh, was totally. on an island. Yeah, no. And uh, but he apparently, from what I read, he actually was inspired by the character by sitting in a sauna <laughs> and turning it all the way up, and sitting in there until it mentally caused him issues. See, yeah, and like so that's how right, he Logan. created the the character. That's how no, he kind of like, got into the character of Johnny Depp. He's like famous or, for going to just extreme lengths to get into character, yep. and that's why, like, when you said that, I'm like, yep. totally something he would do. Especially for one of his largest roles, I could see him. Cause I just got three points. Three points. I mean, who else can go from Captain points, Jack to Willy Wonka like that? Guys, I'm like, on a I'm on a zero point potential week. You are. I love it. Would it be the first and one? Matt's coming back. <laughs> oh my we goodness! Can, we start talking about bungee jumping. If you lose, and all of a sudden Spencer's on the you know what's so frustrating about that? I let Spencer trip. <laughs> I let him I let him away from all the good stuff. I going with the traditions, man. Yeah. You know what I hate yeah. about that is I literally said, you Spencer, me. you know, you know, Johnny <laughs> Depp is not real. You, but, you oh had man, you had, you had your point back. From the I'd have been happy with just that's, one point. That's I'd what have been happy with just one point. That's what happens honestly, when you play scared. You cannot honestly, play scared. What a shame. I'm, I'm happy I missed the. I missed that because if I had gone Johnny Depp, you would have followed. One hundred percent. And I would rather Matt have our points than you. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're at a little we're at a tight party. Race. <laughs> we're at a tight race, unlike Matt. All right. Okay, Logan. Crush my dreams again. Yeah, Logan. Yep. Let's see if I can three, get some points. Three stories right Wait, wait, here. wait, 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 wait. Before you before yep, you go. Go ahead, go ahead. This could be our first four point week. It could be. Could be. Don't Matt, don't Okay. No pressure here, Matt. You pick up. I've been this burping up. a lot today, so I don't know how the gut's actually doing, but uh <laughs> Okay, Logan, let's hear him. Which do you want first? You've got to be kidding me. Some jet lag or the family shame game. Whatever your heart desires. Give me the shame. Matt wants the shame right. for Spencer. Right. Thomas Edison mm. went down his history. He's one of 
one of history's greatest minds, right? He's credited with inventing the automatic telegraph, the light bulb, and the phonograph. Mm-hmm. Apparently, however, his son, Thomas Edison Jr., didn't take after his father's genius. Thomas Edison Jr. was born in 1876, and he was raised in his father's shadow. Um, Thomas Edison was allegedly a terrible parent. He would give his children pop quizzes at breakfast, and if they couldn't answer quickly enough or correctly, they'd get a hot spoon to the back of the hand. Oh, my goodness. Um, the oppressive environment led Thomas Jr. to use his natural intellect to scam and deceive rather than invent. Hmm. So upon establishing himself as an adult and moving away from his parents, Thomas Jr. began cashing on the family's name, releasing inventions, quote-unquote, such as wizard ink, which was an ink concentrate you could turn a drop of – like you put a drop of ink in water and it turns it into ink. Um, it didn't. Um, his most famous scheme was simply called Vitalizer. It was a cure-all drug he invented that could be positioned over any organ or ailment and cure it. From kidney diseases to rheumatism, he could he advertised that this was the last drug you would ever need for any physical ailment, and for $8 a vial, you could have it. Thomas Edison was so upset about this scheme that he began offering his son $35 a week to simply change his name and stop associating with him entirely. Thomas Jr. accepted this and became Thomas Willard. Eventually, the pressures of lifestyle and the name he'd been living under broke him when he was admitted into a mental hospital, causing his father to raise his payment to $50 a week to continue to not associate with his now mentally ill son. And he struggled with bouts of alcoholism. He passed in 1935, four years after his father. There was no exact cause of death listed, but most attributed it to a substance abuse. That's tough time. Here comes my principal. I know. Um, Like that's ever stopped you from voting. (laughs) You're going That's to think true. logically here in a second and switch something. Uh, but, I've got a lot of thoughts on this one. Yeah, go ahead. You okay, so my 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 first instinct is it's true because Why? Thomas Edison, if I'm not mistaken, actually didn't technically invent the light bulb. He invented the first condensed uh, the modern light bulb. But there's also isn't there like rumor that he. Uh, he was a patent officer. I have no idea. Oh, man, I forget now, if it's actually now, him. And now you're getting past my research, but if you're the ones, if you're saying he was just stealing patent ideas, he may have something here. But yeah, no, so like the the that. thought was like that he was actually, if I'm not mistaken, it could be something else. So I could be really wrong on this. Um, but he was actually just like potentially, potentially. I don't know if it's wait, true, wait, wait, time out. Thomas Jefferson Edison. Oh my goodness! I kept thinking, kept saying Thomas. <laughs> That's why when you kept saying Thomas Jefferson, I'm like, me? No, no, him. Edison. Oh, Thomas Edison. Edison. I swear you said the Jefferson. Wow, that brings a whole no. new story. <laughs> now I'm like, oh my goodness. So, I thought you said. I'll keep I this. I'll keep this brief. I think Edison. you said Jefferson. I'm pretty confident. We'll listen to it later and yeah. let, let us let us know, guys, what oh. they said. Um, so I'm pretty confident that. Okay, well, okay, shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty confident that like he has been like rumored to actually be stealing patents, and he's not actually as smart as he was. So I could very well see him being like, "Hey, um, my kids are gonna be smart." And then mm. if his father was a patent officer, he could easily get patents. Back then, I'm pretty confident things were you know a little more sketchy. But I know that Spencer once. Or I know Logan wants Spencer to vote principal. on his principal. So, like, he could have made... And Logan does false, like, partial stories. 
No, 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 no. He made the if whole he, story up about that power outage, but it was based true. on a true thing. The rest of it was fake, and he had scientific evidence with it. Wait, wait, wait. If he wants me to vote on principle, that means I would vote for this one to be false. Therefore, it would be true. Mm. Mm. Or your principle never makes sense. Or that's what <laughs> I want you to say. I don't. Anyways, what right, story? I need, I need, oh, I need other. You, you guys need give me the cat one. Give me the cat one. Cat one. Okay. You've got to be kidding me. All right, 1967, Trinity Southern University um, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, receives and accepts an application for Walter Goldson. Walter had great grades, involved in a variety of extracurricular activities, and overall seemed like the kind of student any college would love to have. Over the next four years, Walter shows up to class on time, earns good grades, eventually graduates with a degree in economics from the university. Upon graduation, Walter lives a pretty normal life. That was until 1992, 25 years later, when the university announced they'd be suing Walter on fraudulent charges. As it turns out, Walter wasn't who they thought he was. Walter wasn't even a person. Walter was a cat. The person attending the university in place of Walter and receiving the degree, Oliver Greenhall. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, G-R-E-E-N-H-A-L-G-H, Greenhall. Um, a man previously charged with several counts of operating money laundering operations whose criminal records would have kept him from being accepted into the universities at the time. He was 26 when he applied, so he filled out the application in the name of a friend's cat. Well, the cat had since passed and was unable to attend the court hearings, Trinity Southern was able to revoke the fraudulent degree, and Oliver settled prior to criminal charges but did face six years probation for his actions. To make matter well, – this is a serious matter, but – it's the first known incident or the first known cat to earn a degree in U.S. history. <laughs> um, and one of the crazy parts of the story is between graduation and getting caught, Walter established himself in a pretty decent job at Wachovia Securities, um, a bank that has was bought out, in, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, um, as an economist, where he supported not only himself but a wife and two children who were completely unaware that this loving father and husband that they had known was a fink. He'd been married for 18 years by the time he was caught and had two children um, who were minors, so there was no further information on them. But that's the story of you can't be kidding me. What year was this? Like 1967 was when he enrolled. 67? Yeah. He was caught in 92. Wait, what did his family not know? That he went under a wrong different name. Yeah, that he was Oliver Greenhall. He'd been running as Walter Goldson since receiving the degree. Wow. He was like he was a different person. Yeah. So you said sixty three was when he did it. I believe it. Dang, that's that's Six, the year. 67 is the year 67? he got accepted. Like that just 92 sounds like something that would have happened in the sixties. I believe it. Why like ninety two the court case? Well, that is a good. That is good. Like why what, so far? What like, story three? Looks into I need it later. I need a. I need a story yeah, sorry, three. Story three. Because if I don't, I'm in, <laughs> I'm just gonna choose so, one. These now. are good, man. They are. They are good. All right, all right, jet-lagged. So here's a short story about a long stay in an airport. Oh, no. 14 years ago, like within a couple months now, uh, so 14 years ago, 2022, Mr. Y. Gu left his family and began living in an airport in Beijing. He stayed there every day since leaving and only briefly walked out of the airport um, to collect government assistance checks and go shopping for food and supplies. <laughs> he set up his food, belongings, and sleeping bag in a waiting area in Beijing Capital International Airport to, and I quote, get away from his family who wants him to stop drinking and smoking, unquote. He said he cannot return home because they will force him to stop drinking and smoking, 
and that's something he cannot give up. He receives 1,000 yuan, which is 156 US dollars per month from the government, which is enough to cover his meager lifestyle of smoking and drinking and sitting in an airport. He currently resides in Terminal 2 because, quote, it's the warmest, but told, he has told reporters he likes to visit Terminal 3 now and then. He's given up looking for work because he's in his 60s, and he's been encouraged to leave by, on several occasions by staff, but there's no law banning the residency, so they can't force him to leave. His residency is ongoing as of today, making it the longest current airport residency that is ongoing. But it only places him third all time behind the 18-year stay of an Iranian man named Mehran Karimi Nasseri in a French airport and the 27-year residence of a Turkish man, Bayram Tepeli, in Ataturk Airport in Turkey. I apologize for any pronunciations I just tried to make. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to make a quick lock-in. Lock it in. Okay. And here's why. Why? I think three might be false. The, the airport one? The airport. Okay. But I kind of want it to be true. I kind of want it to be true, too. Two, the cat. Yeah. I don't know. I'm locking in. Thomas Edison. Right now. Lock in. Okay. For no... I, I'm just saying I need to lock something in because I'm going to talk myself one. into the wrong answer. And so if I, yeah. at least I lock one in now, I can be like... Well, at least I didn't know, and I Johnny Depped it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Matt, what, what year was the <laughs> what year was the jet lag <laughs> story? So, when it started, it's start? ongoing now. It's so ongoing it now. Fourteen years ago now, which is what two thousand eight. Two thousand eight would have been when he moved there. Um, how big is the airport? Is it like a big international yeah, airport? Yeah, it's. Yes, it's it's Beijing Beijing Capital International Airport. So it's one of the two largest airports. Part of me says like that's false because like I've watched YouTube channels of people like trying to stay in airports for yeah. longer than yes, seventy two hours. Yes, theory does it. Yes, theory did it. There's another one that did it for like seventy two plus hours, and like security catches on pretty quick. Um, but like I guess it's different, you know, maybe overseas. Um, we're gonna lock in jet lag. We're gonna say that okay. the cat was true, and his family didn't know. And you know what? If you sunk both of us, like, congrats, good, good stories, yeah. man. Hats off, dude. Hats off. Good stories, but we're going jet lag is false. Locking it in. Final answer. Give me my fourth point, please. Or just tell. Or wrong. give me my zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like believe right. Thomas Edison's 100% true and I like I don't really know why but like I believe it's 100% true I don't doubt it all right principle right. I'm back to principle Matt for you I will start here and say Thomas Edison is true yes he 100% had a son who took after his Ouch. who did not Ouch. take after his father who schemed who used the family's name <laughs> on fraudulent investments and fraudulent inventions and got paid off by his father to change his name and never associate with him again because oh, he was doing the name of Edison poorly. And oh. if I said Jefferson at any point, I apologize. I think I said Thomas Jr. most of the time. You might have. But it was Thomas you know Edison. Yeah. Put me down for a zero. Spencer. Here's, here's, here's that's just demoralizing. Demoralizing. That's okay. You know, hey. Did I get this one? You right? win some, you lose some. I guess it is what I it is. Do you not care I, about I don't Spencer's think so. emotions right now? <laughs> Did I get this one? Whatever. Matt, you have cat to be kidding me was false. Really? 
The jet lag was a true story. He double stumped us. This is is <laughs> well done. In Beijing Capital International Airport, I made up the story about the cat getting a degree. There is no that Dang. I know of cats that got degrees in the Good US. Good job. If there is, the names and identities and university and every part of that story was just of my own creation. Yeah, good, good story, man. You know, I just felt like the, the congrats, you had man. a good year. You had a good year, and I was like, ah, it's probably possible. Like I don't yeah. know. So we went. Wait, recap here. Three three zero. Three three zero. I still believe I'm in the lead. I still believe I'm in the lead. So we should have gone three two one. Your tail. Even. Even with Spencer not getting any points, he is at the top with 19. Logan, I really wish I would have double stumped you. I wish I'd got you because you are following a very, very close second at 18. Congrats. Ooh. Well done. One well done. point difference. Can, can you hear the footsteps, Spencer? You know, here's, but let's here's just one. really take a minute here and understand that Matt is in the double digits. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah! So pity party for Matt no longer. Well, we're still seven okay, points wait. behind second place. <laughs> wait, can you? What are my last three week scores? It has been atrocious. Um, no, it hasn't. No. So okay, last week, episode ride. seven, you had two points. Um, episode six, you had three. And then uh, episode five, you had three. Okay, so this is just, hey, you know what? You know what? Okay, I'll accept my I'll zero. I'll tell you what I do when I get zeros. I go to Culver's and get some ice cream. <laughs> I'm going to go get some ice cream just to cry. Because what a poor performance that I put on. You going to spend two weeks on island getting into character here? Yeah, man. Get yeah. into character. I don't even want to talk. I Johnny Depped it up. That's that's my new phrase. Johnny Mark that on a t-shirt. I Johnny Depped it up. Mmm. Any last words, gentlemen? I'm I'm upset. Clearly, Spencer's I'm I'm gonna go home and cry. I I've reached low lows <laughs> and high highs, and I'm in a low low right now. Oh man, I'm gonna have to carry this high into next week. I'm ready. I got man. nothing. Okay. Got nothing Thanks either, for man. listening, and Team Logan, we're coming for him. He's going down. Team Spencer, if you're Team Spencer, I I, I need to apologize. I'm sorry. I Pity need to be party. No, no, no. He's just going to keep doing it. Team Spencer doesn't throw pity parties. I also need to make an apology for any pronunciations during my job. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Because because I can neither speak any form of Iranian names, (laughs) Turkish names, or Chinese names. And unfortunately, that's where it's legal to live in airports. So that's insane. I did what I could. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Move. Yeah. Anyways, well, okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to go and cry. And Matt's going to go yes. rejoice. Logan's Woo-hoo. feeling the footsteps. Absolutely. So, have a great week. Bye. Toodles. Peace out.